This is the Stay Healthy Experience. I'm Robert Ferguson, joined by my co-hosts, uh, Barbara Chris and Daniel Baldwin, who's not here again. Yes. He's always traveling, he's doing just, movies. Yeah, he's just enjoying life. I mean, what's up with this guy? He's right. private planes. Well, his he's name a- is D-Money. Okay. Well, so there you go. Well, D-Money's going to miss out because he's over the age of 50. And <laughs> I had made a comment about, you know, th- there's a huge difference in losing weight when you're 20 mm-hmm. compared to losing weight. When you're 50. When you're over 50. And we're going to talk about that today. And we're going to give people some nuggets, some things that they can do, Barbara. Because, I mean, you're how old? 54, 55? What? <laughs> 25. No, I am 46. And I am getting close to 47. All right. But I told you what my goal is, right? No, like, what is your goal? My goal? It's kind of like I told you a superficial goal. Oh, okay. So, like, for your birthday coming up, you're yes. leaning out. Yes. Are you going to do a photo shoot? Because we know you mm-hmm. like to do those. I don't know, I might, but it's not for that, just for me. It's just for, yeah, I just want to do that. Now, obviously, you know a lot, and you coach people, and you help people, Mm -hmm. but let's have a conversation about this that would help people, Yeah. right? So sometimes, I need you to play the role of the person at home that has no idea, right? Got it. So when you you first hear, or maybe you've heard people talking about this, Mm -hmm. when you mention... Man, weight loss over 50 is just hard. I just, it's not working the way it used to. You ever hear people have those conversations? All the time. I mean, I would say even people talking about that at 30 and 40, like they're thinking about, gosh, I used to never have to worry about what I ate or what I did. And now at 35 or 40, 50, obviously, totally different. Well, I, I uh, was interviewed recently, which yeah. I gave my response to this um, reporter. Right. And before I did that, I shared my answers with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I want to go through okay. what I shared with them. Yeah. As talking points mm-hmm. uh, for people at home who are over fifty. Mm-hmm. But let's just be very clear up front. Okay. The way you lost weight at thirty <laughs> or even forty mm-hmm. does not work the exact same when you're fifty, sixty, and seventy. For sure. Now. Before we go into like why that is, okay, I want to encourage people to drink more water mm-hmm. because when you hit 60, 70, 80, we know this through studies, analysis, all the research has come back yeah. that a lot of people as they mature in life aren't thirsty. Mm-hmm. They're not eager to go and drink water. Mm-hmm. And what many of these people aren't aware of is that water helps with fat loss. Mm-hmm. Water helps with so many so things. many things it helps with eliminating toxins right as you're losing weight um mm-hmm. it helps you not fall prey to maybe being misdiagnosed with dementia yeah drink water and unfortunately you have a lot of seniors mm-hmm. that will feel tired in the afternoon they need to take a nap right but they don't realize it's because they're dehydrated Dehydrated, yeah it helps with your skin too it does great things for your right. skin yeah but if you're taking naps Mm-hmm. it's time to like drink more water have a have a drink and a lot of people don't have a desire for water mm-hmm. so things they could be drinking right a lot of seniors like coffee mm-hmm. and if you're drinking coffee on a regular it's not right. so much of a diuretic right if you you're... drink it regularly yeah yeah uh a lot of times they drink tea tea i was gonna say tea cold tea hot tea right you know make sure it's unsweetened mm-hmm. if all possible Right. Uh, that contributes toward your overall water intake. Mm-hmm. And then if you are still having a tough time, yeah. eat melon. Yeah. You know, watermelon. It's got high water content. High water content. Mm-hmm. Uh, pears, apples, mm-hmm. you know, cucumbers are primarily That's like, a good I mean, one. all water. Right. And so you're getting the water through the food. Right. 
and you're still getting vitamins and minerals and right. all these things are going to help you thrive. Exactly. Okay. So, so water. Water is our friend. Yes, absolutely. Now, the first thing I want to share is a couple little studies. Okay. So grab from my phone. And I'm, I'm just going to read it because I don't want to yeah. misquote anything. It yeah. says, <clears throat> I opened up by saying that, you know, if a person is 40 uh-huh. and they're doing everything right to lose weight. Yes. And they lose weight. Then they get to 50. They gain some of that weight back. And they go, uh-huh. I'm just going to do what I did at 40. Right. They could pull out their journal. <laughs> they could pull out the routines that they did. And then it's not going to work. It's not going to work the same. It is not going to work the same. Right. And I've seen this for years. Even if someone is 40 or mm-hmm. 30, 20. Right. And they lose weight one way. Uh-huh. If they gain the weight back and they do the exact same thing to lose the weight, mm-hmm. it won't work the exact same. Right. Because your body is different. I was going to say, your body's changed since then. Yes. Yeah. So you got to work with what the you body got. you're working with. Got to work with what you got. And this goes <laughs> back to the power of like the BFI app. Yeah. The app is going to tell you what your body composition is. So you're going to know what my body fat right. is. Right. What my lean mass is. Mm-hmm. And if it's not going in the right direction, then I can make some changes. Mm-hmm. And then you keep making changes. Right. To get the results you want. Exactly. Yeah. And to like I help to help my mom get this, mm-hmm. I said, I said, Mom, there's always going to be room for change, okay, modifications. Mm-hmm. Always, you're never going to be a hundred percent exactly like, on track, right? And it always works out perfectly like perfect. every time. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't getting it, so I said, Mom, you know, I heard this from Tony Robbins years ago. Mm-hmm. You get on the plane in Los Angeles, and you're going to fly to Hawaii, mm-hmm. regardless of the island. The pilot is constantly adjusting, making adjustments. Yeah, you're not a hundred. It's just it's not just go up and you're straight line. Right. You're constantly dealing with the environment. Right. Everything's changing. Mm-hmm. Gas, speed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do a little detour, mm-hmm. and that's what the BFI app does for people. Right. Because the ultimate goal, no matter what your age is, right. is to keep your muscle. Mm-hmm. And to get rid of your fat, drop the excess fat. Yes. So that's the first hard thing for people to get. <laughs> Okay, so one of the reasons um, why let's see, let's hear it. Let's okay. hear it. It says after the age of forty, the amount of calories our body burns decreases mm-hmm. by an average two to three percent every ten years. Every ten. And according to the American College of Sports Medicine, people experience a five to ten percent loss of lean muscle tissue after turning fifty, after 50. years of age. Mm-hmm. Okay, five to ten percent. Yeah. Simply put, when you lose muscle mass, your metabolism does slow. Right. So, people, when we talk about when you lose mass, mm-hmm. you that means that you're not burning as many calories right. as you did when you had that mass. Exactly. So it's all connected. It's all it's all, all works together. But if you only step on the scale. Mm-hmm. You never know. Then you're really going to throw yourself crazy. For sure. And you're going to start thinking that the reason you can't lose weight is for a whole bunch of crazy reasons. I mean, exactly. I've heard, we, and I'm sure, and you've heard even more, just crazy stories about stuff like that. People just obsessing about the scale, about their weight on the scale and having no idea about they, really they, the quality. Even, yeah. They're not set up to be successful. Yeah. They're set up to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about metabolism. Okay. That's a big Next. part of it. Yeah. Now, I want to share with you guys a study. Uh-huh. It says lifting weights with the goal of increasing muscle mass right. is a surefire way 
mm-hmm. to boost your metabolism. Right. In one study, it was revealed that performing resistance training for as little as 40 minutes twice a week twice increased a week. muscle gain for young adults, for middle age adults, and, and for mature adults. That's great. So that says Mm -hmm. that everyone can increase their lean muscle mass. Yep. Uh, To get off to a great start, I said to the reporter, establish a baseline body fat percentage. Right. And then use that as a reference point to monitor your body composition over time. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, it's funny, too, because as a woman, I've heard this um, from a lot of other women about they think that lifting weights is going to make them bulky. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that Mm -hmm. so many times. And it's... So not true. And it's so interesting. So not true. Even in the report that oh, I sent over to you. Yeah. I kept thinking about adding that, adding that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to add that. Like you don't want to even entertain it. You know? Well, <laughs> it would be helpful to entertain it because mm-hmm. there are women who are afraid to lift weights because they think they're going to get big yeah. and bulky. Mm-hmm. Because they associate lifting weights with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, yes, exactly. And like extreme extreme you know athletes like that yeah right and then when they do lift weights they try to stay away from heavy weights yes and instead go with lighter weights more like an endurance uh, like a boot camp yeah you know group fitness class that yes. type of thing yeah yeah okay but we're talking about you know you can build muscle with yeah, light weights you can but you get better outcomes with heavier weights mm-hmm. Ooh. just throw some weight around so we're gonna throw some weight but yes. twice a week for 40, 40 minutes, minutes at a time Hitting the weights can change your whole That world. is like so doable. Now, when you lift weights, mm-hmm. aside from lifting weights to keep your muscle yeah, uh, or to increase it, mm-hmm. what are some of the other benefits you get from lifting weights? For me? Yes. Um, I mean, I feel like I have great improved energy. I, um, I just feel overall, I just feel so much better. I mean, so definitely energy, my energy. Mood. My mood for sure. My mood for sure. I, I think it helps. Well, mood and confidence definitely. Um, and I just think just keeping my body moving because I do. Well, I will stretch too. It just makes me feel like like a well oiled machine. And I want to. I want to feel like that as long as I can. You know. Now, have you been tested for osteoporosis yet? I have not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the recommendation for you, because mm-hmm. as a woman gets leaner, right, the likelihood of experiencing osteoporosis is higher. Mm. And the reason for that is because of loss of bone density. Bone density, yeah. Well, a loss of bone density is 100%. Uh, it correlates with the loss of lean muscle mass. Right. So as you lose muscle, mm-hmm. you become more prone to osteoporosis. Right. Now you're getting a little bit more uh, mature in life. Yep. Now we're talking about hip fractures. Yeah. We're talking about like hurting yourself, breaking bones, yeah. uh, not having the same balance when you get in and out of the shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, a whole bunch can change. Yeah, it's crazy. So lifting is good. It is good. So the tip that I want to provide you guys mm-hmm. when it comes to lifting weights mm-hmm. is don't go on YouTube <laughs> and find a workout and just right. assume this person, they're good yeah. to go. Um, don't just walk into a group class saying, okay, they're lifting weights in there. I'm going to do that. Start slinging stuff. Yeah. Because that's different than how you can maximize. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to maximize their ability to improve their lean mass, mm-hmm. dropping their body fat, mm-hmm. I recommend they get with a certified personal trainer, yeah. tell them what they want mm-hmm. and then get on a program where they're doing it. Right. But then become what they call a prosumer. You know what that is? A prosumer? Yes. 
Um, no, I'm just going to guess. So I'll let you tell me. Okay, you can guess if a you prosumer? want. Prosumer? I don't know, like being proactive with what you. No, with but what I, you get. I like I like asking you questions because sometimes you're like you want to know the answer. I know. I don't want to. I don't want to give in. It bothers in. you when you don't know the answer. It totally bothers me. <laughs> like I need to know. I guess I'm thinking. Okay, so I could be totally wrong, but I'm thinking consumer right. You just receive whatever's given to you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or as a prosumer, like you, you're more proactive with what you get. Neither. Not even close. No. <laughs> so l- think of the word pro as uh, for professional. Professional. Okay. Professional consumer. Ah. A professional consumer is an educated person, a person who, like April, who we both know. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So April, when I met her years ago, yeah, she was for sure a prosumer. A prosumer. Prosumer. Um, and the reason why I call her prosumer or pro-consumer is mm-hmm. because she wanted to go get certified to become a personal trainer. Uh-huh. Not to have a profession, but to know what the trainer knows so she can apply it to herself. Ooh. And that's Smart. what a prosumer is. That's an empowered woman right there. And you have, there's a lot of prosumers. Like yeah. They'll go, like I've had people who have battled with their weight for years. Mm-hmm. And then they connect with me and they want to become a diet-free life coach. Mm-hmm. Not to go and start a new career, have a business coaching people. Mm-hmm. But they wanted the knowledge for themselves. Right. They just, yeah, they wanted to empower themselves with that. Because then you don't got to rely on the fact that, okay, is this trainer really, does they know their stuff? Right. Yeah. And to alleviate if they know their stuff or not, that's when it goes back to the BFI app. Mm -hmm. Because if you're able to track and see if you're making progress toward your ultimate goal. Right. Then you can go back to the trainer and say, hey, you know, this last time I dropped three pounds. And two and a half of those right. pounds came from fat. Right. And a half pound I lost. Or let's change that. Right. Two right. and a half pounds come from muscle. Okay. Oh, and a half right. pound from fat. From fat. Aren't we supposed to be losing more What's fat than muscle? That? Yeah. Now that's sarcastic question. They're going to go, yes, let's make some changes. Right. So in a way, the answer that I gave you is, is actually right. <laughs> Just easy. Well, it could be. You could twist it. <laughs> yes. You could twist things all kind of ways. Totally. To, to but make no, it that's right. a, that is a good point. So yeah, they're just being, uh, they're educated, right? So they can make the educated guess. Yes. With respect to the, or educated decisions with respect to their health. Yes. Yes. So here, here's a take home for you guys who are yeah. over 50 mm-hmm. and you now want to maximize the uh, your metabolism. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So in order to build lean muscle mass... We know you're not going to, there's no concern that you're going to gain all this muscle. Right. But we want to get rid of some body fat. Mm-hmm. There's two ways of performing resistance training. Mm-hmm. Right. You have, like, let's say you go to a boot camp or a fit camp and they mm-hmm. got, you know, lighter weights, five pound, eight pound dumbbells. Right. And so they're like doing a lot of different exercises. It's like you're volume lifting work. over the head. Yeah. So the volume's there. Right. You can build lean muscle yeah. tissue working out like that. Mm-hmm. And there's there's many studies that demonstrate that. Okay. But if you said, Robert, I want to maximize. And I used to use this with my clients all the time. I would say, there's a lot of ways to get to where you want to be. Yeah. But there's ways to maximize. Right. So if you want to maximize, let's do this. Right, let's do this more efficiently. Or we can go the other way. Yeah. So, so if I was working with so, you, <laughs> well, how would you respond if I said, do you want to maximize or just kind of, you know. Go the scenic route? Yeah, take the scenic route. I'd want to maximize. Most people do. Yeah, of course. So when you're lifting weights to maximize, mm-hmm. you want to go heavier. You want to work that muscle to, right. to failure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so it gets into like the repetitions. 
Yes. So when you're performing an exercise, leg press or something like that, mm-hmm. you want to get to a, a place. Right. So here's my here are my words, everybody. Get to a place. Yes. Because when you first start, your body's not conditioned yes. to perform that much weight. Right. Without hurting yourself. I'm glad you're saying that. So you you build up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as you get more condition, more condition, more condition, right. eventually you get to being able to lift enough weight to where you can perform eight mm-hmm. to 12 repetitions. Right. Which means when it's time to perform that 13th rep. Right. There's a question mark there. Right. You feel like you can't. You're pushing it. Yes. Yeah. That would be going to failure. Right. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of times people will ask me, well, what, what do you lift and how many reps do you do? And it's so personal, right? So Because what I can do versus what someone else can do, especially if they're just starting, is totally different. So if I told them the weight that I lift, I mean, there's they'd be like, there's no way. So They'll then, get discouraged. Yeah. And they're, think, they're thinking that, oh, well, then weightlifting isn't for me. Right. You know, right. So. And, and, here, and the sad part is kind of mm-hmm. like in the world of oncologists, right? Mm-hmm. You have, let's say there's 30 million. I'm just throwing out some numbers. Right. Let's say 30 million. <laughs> I think it's more like 15 million uh, cancer survivors. Okay. Then you have, let's say, 30,000 oncologists. Wow. Well, we don't have enough oncologists to really be able to give these cancer survivors the support and guidance that will help them maximize. Yeah. Well, in the area of fitness, it's the same. Hmm. Look at all the women. Look at your mom. Look at my mom. Look Mm -hmm. at our aunts. Look at all the people that we know that are over 50. Mm Mm-hmm. And haven't really exercised or learned how to lift weights. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get them started? Right. Hey, I have a correction though. My mom, she did start lifting. Oh, nice. She did. It's been like, um, I think like three or four years. And where she, does she go to a gym? She goes to like a little private, um, uh, like a private gym. Okay. Yeah. With the, and she works with a trainer, which I told her. It's like, you need to work with a trainer. Someone who can literally guide you through the exercises. You know, because she can get. Now, have you ever get, lifted with your mom? I have not. So that's your homework. I want you to like oh. go work out with her. All right. Or go and watch her. Say, Mom, I want to stop by. Maybe we can grab uh, breakfast after your workout. Okay. And just watch a little bit. Okay. And then you can, you'll see like is that trainer training? Her I should yeah. To get the outcomes we're talking that's about, right? Like this. Or is she just more active? Which is also a good thing, right? Because you could just be more active yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. So I definitely will check it out. From what she was sharing with me, though, it sounds like that he has her doing some really good, you know, like exercises, you know, like, you know, doing squats and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. Okay. Well, you go find I'm out. I'm going to go you find let, out. You let us know. Yeah. So I will uh, report back. Okay. So the first principle that we're sharing, we're going to share three principles today. All right. Let's hear To it. help people is one, give your metabolism a makeover. Okay. And you do that by becoming active. Yep. Lifting some weights. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's number one. At least be aware of your body composition. Right. And find that out. Keep a close eye on it. Find that out. Track it. Okay. Number two, Mm -hmm. the principle is menopause and testosterone. Hormones. Now, research has shown that women gain one to one and a half pounds per year after the age of 50. Okay. This is largely due to muscle loss Mm -hmm. and menopause. Now, reduced mm-hmm. levels of uh, testosterone for both men and women right. can hinder weight loss. Equally for women, a lack of estrogen can negatively affect how your body burns and stores fat. Right. So what can you do to counteract what may be a biological in- interference to managing your weight? 
The answer is reduce your body fat levels and increase your lean muscle mass by yeah. implementing some positive lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. This also includes to make sure you're hydrated, make sure you're getting seven, eight hours of sleep. Sleeping. Which can be challenging because if you're perimenopause, right, you got these hot flashes, that's messing <laughs> right. with your sleep. Yeah. You got some mood shifts that are taking place, that's messing with your sleep. Stress. Stress is taken away from your positive outlook on life. Oh, yeah. All of these things can interfere with your ability to lose weight after 50. Right. But if you're lifting weights, mm-hmm. and I've said this for years, but I'm <laughs> telling you, I had a client who was uh, postmenopausal. Yeah. She goes, Robert, nothing I do is working. So she discovered my infomercial on TV. She started following it. Yeah. I connected with her. Uh, she became more active. So now her body's conditioned. Okay. And then I got her to start lifting weights. And had she, so she had never lifted weights She before. had never lifted weights okay. this way. Okay. Because I had her going in and, you know, going heavy. Slinging. Yeah. yeah. I mean, throwing down. Yeah. But when a person is going through that, the menopause part yeah. of their life, th- I would say this is like the number one recommended prescription tool I would yes. I would give people. Absolutely. Hit the weights. Yep. Now, it's nice to be active. Yeah. I'm not putting down walking. No. But weightlifting is your friend. Right. I mean, you just mix it up. Right. You mix it all up. You keep it fun, but you do have to throw some weightlifting in there. You really do. Now, did you, now hey, you've heard of like uh, HGH, right? Yeah. Hormone growth, right? Yeah, the human. Well, there's natural ways to stimulate that. Sleep is one. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Are you getting seven, yeah. eight hours? Enough so rest. Again, and that plays a role and is connected to testosterone, testosterone levels, right? Right. So if testosterone levels are lower just because we mature in life, what mm-hmm. can I do to, to stimulate help. it? Right. Aside from going for <laughs> hormonal replacement. Right. Or hormonal therapy. What, what can we do naturally? Hit the weights. Sleep. Get the sleep. Stay hydrated. Like all the stuff that we know anyway, right? Eat the way we're talking about eating. Yes. All the things that everybody's already aware of. Yeah. It just seems like some people think it just too seems too simple. It's, and that's the same as what we teach people with exactly. nutrition. Exactly. They expect it to be difficult. Right. So mm-hmm. we have that one. Okay. We got it. Um, and we could talk more about that. But again, a lot of things are in our control. It, yes. Right? That is so true. It really is. These are all things we could literally do today. The challenge is that people don't have a good place to go to get it. Mm. See, that's why like you're going to hear me become more and more passionate about our diet free life coaches. Yeah. Is because they're equipped with the knowledge to help people with nutrition. Very true. They're equipped to help that woman that's 55 dealing with this. And you now have this accountability Mm -hmm. of meeting with someone. Yeah. That's going to help you along the way. Very true. I mean, major opportunity. It is. And like, and I think when you see people who are, who have a, just a little bit of information, that's usually a disservice too, right? Because they're just trying to sort of like feel their way through things as opposed to if they just take in the time and maybe use some resources to really invest in meeting with a professional to set them straight, meeting with, let's say a diet free life coach with a personal trainer, set them straight. They would have saved so much time and resources by doing that at the, at the start. But that's, unfortunately, that's, that's not the way the world I know. works. I know. Right? That's yeah. being uh, proactive, you know, unless we do something like we've done with car insurance. You know? Right. At one time, it was up to you if you wanted to get it. Now it's uh, the law. Right. So if you want to drive, you got you to get that car insurance. Well, shoot, with all the health care expenses, I mean, and costs, it might, be, might even get to that point, right? Well, I mean, Who there's knows? a part of me that says... 
make it possible for a person to get with someone who can put them on the right track. Yeah. That would be ideal. Right. Now, the third principle, actually, I, I like the t- way I titled this. Um, really? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Wait, the third no, actually, principle. Did, didn't, I, didn't I title that? No, I changed it back to, <laughs> it says, eat a little less. Eat a little less. And move more. Yeah. Okay. When you hear eat less, mm-hmm. a lot of times people go, oh, <laughs> that's not what they want. Right. But that's what you're thinking right now before I explain it. You know, I'm talking to the people at home. Yeah. Is not what it is. So hear me out on this. Okay. Years ago, when Jack LaLanne was 88 years of old, 88 years old, I remember being in his house mm-hmm. and I spent the whole day and evening with he and his wife. Elaine. Yeah. And on this day, a lot was accomplished. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I consider an accomplishment yeah. is I said, Jack, <clears throat> what is different with managing your weight at 88 compared to various stages of your life? You know, mm-hmm. 50, 40, 30. Yeah. And without delay, he had an answer. What he he say? says, Robert, everything can basically be the same. Mm-hmm. If you eat steak, you can still eat steak. Yeah. But instead of, say, 12 ounces, uh-huh. maybe you're eating four or five ounces right instead of eating a potato uh that's huge (laughs) you cut it down a little bit yeah so you eat a little less if you want to lose weight as you mature in life right or or maximize your management of your weight right Mm -hmm. uh he goes i'm still active which i saw him do an amazing workout uh he loved to swim how old was he 88 88 at the time at that time i watched him do a hardcore workout uh and i watched him swim for like 45 minutes, like hardcore. That's awesome. And if you go back in time, you know, Jack was the guy that used to pull the bolts across like Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. And he used to do these amazing fitness stunts. My mom was such a fan. So he lived it out. Yeah. I mean, he died uh, natural causes basically at 96 years of age and was well on his way. Wow. At 94, 95, I saw him for the the last time I saw him in person. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget him jumping in his Corvette and just putting the shades on like true Hollywood and just taking off. At 94? Oh, was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. There was nothing slow about Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, that's a great story. But with what we do with Diet Free Life yeah. methodology is exactly what, what he's talking about. Yeah. Our fat-burning meals and fat-burning snacks already do the work. Exactly. So the weight can come off after 50. Yeah. But again... The way you're going to achieve that Mm -hmm. is not the same way you achieve it at 20, 30, 40. For sure. And what you do at 50 is going to probably be a little different at 60. So you're going to modify. And you would notice all of this Mm -hmm. if you were monitoring. Along the way. Your body fat percentage. Yeah. Because the body does change. I mean, look at Arnold. He doesn't look the same. Right. But to (laughs) to manage his weight. He has to do some things differently. Oh, for sure. I mean, if, if you if you didn't know it, Arnold was a huge uh, promoter, endorser of meat consumption back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Now he's a producer on, you know, documentaries on, you know, plant based ways of eating. Right. So things change. We change, and yeah. the people who don't want to change, well, you know, unfortunately, you may not put yourself in a position to maximize right your best life right it's like like you're saying it's not this quest for perfection or anything it's just progress you're just making progress every day just getting better every day 
Every day. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because a lot of times you think of fitness, especially as you're, if you're, when you're younger, um, it is kind of like you're, you're going for this ideal physique, you know, this idea of perfection. And as we get smarter, hopefully as we age, you realize it's more just just living healthy, just getting better as, and staying healthy as long as we can. Right. Because like the reason why I exercise now, I mean, I love to exercise it, it for, for so many reasons, but I'm exercising because I know it's helping me down the line. Like and you, you mean, can't talk me out of that. Plus you like how it feels. For sure. So when you're exercising and you get that endorphin push, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or that rush that, oh, like that yeah. runner's high. Yes. You like that. Yeah, I'm like hooked on that. So so like for me, I literally don't exercise to look a certain way. Right. I mean, I really don't. Um, but I do exercise as a priority because of how I'm going to feel. Yeah. And as I was sharing with you, you know, I've had major challenges with my back. Yeah. And the, when I'm not exercising frequently, mm-hmm. then it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have major discomfort, discomfort in the bed and all. I mean, just horrible. Mm-hmm. But when I'm consec- when I'm consistent with my exercise, man, I sleep better. For sure. Everything is better. It is. It is. You know? So and then, you know, as a side benefit. Yeah. Could be like from an aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. So I know as we do more TV in the coming year. Mm hmm. I do better about 10 pounds leaner than what I am now <laughs> Right at this very moment. Yeah. Uh, I like the way I look on TV. I like the way my clothes fit. About yes. So I'm actually doing that as we speak. Right. I'm you know, dropping 10 pounds of body fat, Barbara. That's right. But, I, I, but I'm with you on that. Like it's, it's definitely a shift. I mean, you're right. That's a side benefit. I'm, I'm aware of that. I, I, you know, when my body's, I'm on a little, ugh, when I'm a little bit lighter too, I feel like my clothes fit a little bit different and better. But I think for me, and as, as I've learned just about nutrition and health and as a woman, as a mom and, you know, getting close to 50, like the fact that I can lift weights, like I'm going to keep doing that as long as I can because I know what it does for me, you know, health wise. Oh, and the day that I you mean, can't? It, no, see, yeah. I can't even fathom that. And so. I'll never forget that. So my, my yeah. mind is going to this woman named Ernestine. Uh-huh. And Ernestine is a lady I met about 10 years ago. Yeah, I was doing a book tour mm-hmm. and I was in Maryland mm-hmm. and I believe she was in her seventies at that time. Mm-hmm. And I had some friends say, Oh, you got to meet Ernestine. You got to yeah. meet Ernestine. And I see this lady from behind. They say, yeah, she's over there. I'm going to introduce you. Yeah. And I'm like 70 something. That does not look like a 70 something, but I don't see her face. Really? All I see is she's in a dress and the back was open. Wow. And so she, I go over, her husband's there. I get introduced to her. This woman was like amazing. She That's had the body awesome. of a fit 20 year old. Dang. So she yes. had some great muscle. Oh, I mean, unbelievable. Just, yeah. Unbelievable. That's and awesome. Fast forward five or six years later, I see her on Oprah. Oh, and really? Oprah's interviewing or they're, they're featuring her. Yeah. Because she got into bodybuilding in her 50s. In her 50s. In her 50s. You see? She didn't have, she didn't look the way she looks yeah. now. She was heavier. Uh, she was definitely going in a direction that wasn't oh, promising. That's awesome. And got into bodybuilding. And yeah. then she did fitness shows. That's amazing. So what happens a lot of times when yeah. someone sees a woman like that, they go, oh, I could never do that. Right. Because they're looking at the outcome of it. Yes, they're looking at her, like not end result, but after years of 
doing something, right? Right, or after someone's gone through the process. Exactly. And because, like, my daughter the other day said something to her little sister. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. So Felicity, who's 12, was talking to her sister, who's almost 10. Yeah. And we are talking about uh, this drawing. So my, my daughter, the young one, Faith, yeah. she's working on a drawing for me for uh -huh. Christmas. Okay. And she got sick, so it's a little delayed. And Aww. I asked her, sweetheart, how's the drawing going? And so we were all just talking. She goes, well, I, I got to <laughs> get it. I was like, hey, no rush. And then Felicity said, she wants it now. And I go, what do you mean she wants it now? Aww. She goes, she just wants to, like, it to be done now where she needs to enjoy, enjoy the, the, the journey of it. I was oh, like, how sweet. Did you just say enjoy <laughs> the, the, like the process? She goes, yeah, the process is not. And then this is her talk. She goes, daddy is not just about when it's done. It's about all the things that lead up to when it's done. Oh my goodness. So wise. I was like, I need to have you on our podcast. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> she could teach us a few things because if you oh, can, if cute. you can, if you can fall in love with the process, yes. Then like Ernestine, you'll you'll live the outcome. Yeah, you just you just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. So yeah. so Ernestine to me is a great example of what that is, is available to all of us. Yes. And there's many people who are doing that. Yeah. However, the bottom line here. What is the bottom line? The bottom line, and where I would like to to end. Uh -huh. Actually, I'm gonna I want to read this. All right. Let's. See. This is my bottom line. It says, if you want to lose weight, implement the principles that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Be wise and enlist the professional services of a personal trainer to learn how to perform resistance training right. to increase lean muscle mass and opt for a nutrition or weight loss plan that nurtures your metabolism rather than damaging it. Mm. So get the BFI app, you guys. Right. Every time you hear me say uh, diet free life, that's that's living inside of this app. Right. And it's going to help you with your body composition. Right. And then I go on to wrap it up by saying many extremely low calorie diets mm -hmm. and intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Should I say that one more time? One more low calorie diets and intermittent fasting can result mm -hmm. in muscle loss mm -hmm. can result mm -hmm. because there are some people who do intermittent fasting, right. mostly men who look and appear very fit, right? Low body fat percentage, got a lot of lean lot muscle, of muscle mass. I have not seen that same outcome with the majority of women mm. and over 50, there's no room to deny your metabolism of food. Yeah. You don't want to take a chance. Yeah. And because of the hormonal differences between men and women. Right. And again, I'm just throwing it out there because I don't have a study to, to demonstrate. They haven't had people do randomized controlled trials on For body composition with intermittent fasting right. and, and eating regularly. Right. Um, but in my personal observation experience with clients, mm -hmm. I have not seen anything positive when it comes to body composition for women. Right. Especially over the age of 50 who implement intermittent fasting. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. You want to feed and fuel your body. For sure. You want to stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. So all the things that we're talking about right. are there to help, yeah. help you. Just, just do them. So, Remember where we started this show off at. We talked about the way you lost weight 20, 30, 40 years of age. <laughs> right. Is not how you're going to lose weight at 50, 60, 70, in your mm -hmm. 80s. Exactly. It's not the same. Nope. It is not the same. <laughs> Unfortunately, more women will do more damage mm -hmm. that is almost 
very unlikely to reverse once you do it. Right. It's kind of like when you experience, like I, I tore my Achilles tendon when I was, I think, 28 years old. Yeah. When you look at my calf on my left side where I tore my Achilles uh-huh. and you look at the calf on my right, they used to be the same size. Right. That atrophy that I experienced when I hurt my leg. Right. It never fully recovered. Yeah. Let's see. Let's you, see. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I get it. Yeah. If if we're talking about the importance of muscle mass. Right. If you eat in a way where you're losing that and you're over 50. Yeah. You know how hard it is to build muscle I, it's at so hard. 40 and in your 30s. Yeah. It is so hard. It, it, so when you lose that, it is so tough to get yes, it back. It really is. And remember, it's the loss of muscle mass, mm-hmm. not just ex- getting rid of excess fat. Right. It's the loss of muscle mass. Because there's bone. a lot of heavier set people. Yeah. Various ethnicities mm-hmm. who appear to be overweight, mm-hmm. but have a good amount of lean muscle mass. Right. And their condition is great. They have too. strong cardio, all of that. Yeah. So they're actually walking around, a, they're a picture of health. Exactly. Even though they don't look like it. Mm hmm. Because. Of how much lean muscle mass right. they have. And they know that because they are checking their yes. body composition. That would be the only way. And when you look at, like it's coming to mind, if you look <laughs> at a woman who is, say, 55 years of age, right, 300 pounds, mm-hmm. the doctor's not concerned about osteoporosis with her because all that extra fat that she has on her body is mm-hmm. weight that she has to walk around with. Right, just that load. And it's that load right. that's keeping her lean muscle mass up Mm-hmm. which is contributing to good bone density. Jeez. But the Asian woman, mm-hmm. I'm not picking on Asian, I'm just using it <laughs> as an example, who's 105 pounds, who's 55, mm-hmm. she's a prime candidate for osteoporosis mm-hmm. because she doesn't lift weights. Right. And she's lost a lot of muscle. Not a good thing. Was it Tofi? Tofi. Then on the outside. Fat on the fat inside. Fat on the inside. Hey, mm-hmm. come on now. <laughs> but anyway. So hopefully you guys, you got some ideas there and I would 100% just say, do the best you can for sure. Reach out to us. Mm -hmm. If you need help, we'll do the best we can to help guide you. But at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to be a dumbass. That's right. Because a dumbass learns about something that's real Uh and they choose not to do it, even though they know it would help. That's right. You want to be a prosumer. You want to be a prosumer. (laughs) Which is why people listen to podcasts, right? Yeah. They want the know. They want the knowledge. They yeah. want the information. They want to be educated and changed, empowered. Man. They want to be empowered. The cha- I think the big challenge to come is making sure the information you get is the correct information. I mean, for sure. Because we have with all the YouTube experts out <laughs> oh my there. my gosh. You got all these documentaries that come out. If you're not trained in a way to be able to right. decipher what's real and what's not, mm-hmm. you'll just jump on the next um, bus Every time. Thinking it's going to take you to a certain city. Yeah. Or it's hurt a certain outcome. Yep. But you wake up and you're in a whole different country. <laughs> right. Speaking That's a different right. language. <laughs> like just, you're just looking for the next shiny thing, right? The little shiny thing just to, just to attach to. Right. And yeah. we're dedicated to helping you. And our way of maintaining quality control, Barbara. Yeah. Is to make sure the consumer, prosumer, mm-hmm. that every person listening to this who wants to optimize right. their, their their fat loss, their health, is monitoring and tracking mm-hmm. their body fat percentage. Yes. Not the weight on the scale. Yep. 
Okay, any last words you want to share? I mean, encourage these women because most of them are out there and they're trying to lose this weight yeah. and they believe it's hormones and they go to their doctor and they say it's hormones. They say it's your thyroid. Yeah. They send them all these different places, but these doctors are not saying, hey, I want you to lift weights 40 minutes, yeah. twice a week. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I would say for women out there, if they feel um, intimidated or they don't know where to start, like, yeah, definitely, you know, get the li- get the help of a personal trainer, even if it's just for, a, you know, a few sessions to get a good foundation set that you can go and start lifting. You won't you just you, you will not regret it. I mean, I started seriously lifting weights at 40. I mean, and it's completely changed my body and I love it. And I think that. Once women realize they do it consistently enough and they start seeing the benefits and how great they feel, it's it's just there's no turning back. You just got to start. You got to start. You got to start. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close the show by sharing a quote by one of my 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 dear friends. And yeah. he, he once said to me, Robert, or I actually heard him tell the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both presenting at this conference and he looked out at the crowd. He says, if you want to look good. In your clothes, mm. perform a lot of cardio. In clothes, okay. If you want to look good naked, start lifting weights. Heck yeah. So that's Robert Ferguson, that's Barbara right. Chris, and Daniel Baldwin thanking everybody for listening in. And until the next time, stay healthy.